Welcome to the Thorn City Syndicate Spotlight Show. In this episode, Jossie Shimuka, owner and founder of North Stars Basketball and Shimuka Cuisines. Join us as we dive into his journey from being a first-generation immigrant to shaping the community through his unique approach to youth development and culinary excellence. Explore his keys to development as he shares the importance of academics in the North Stars basketball program. Witness his passion for youth empowerment and the transformative power of sports in guiding youth minds towards success. We venture into the culinary world with Shimuku Cuisines as he takes pride in using fresh ingredients and promoting healthy eating, crafting a menu that nourishes the community. His story is one of resilience, vision, and a dedicated commitment to positive impact. He emerges as a community builder, fostering positive change. This is more than just a podcast. It's an opportunity to gain insights, be inspired, and join the conversation. Thorn City Podcast Guy, let's go. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Thorn City Syndicate Spotlight Show, where we network and build connections through interviews and discussions. I'm your host, Thorn City Podcast Guy. Make sure you visit www.thorncitysyndicate.com. Hit that like, share, and subscribe button. Be the first to know about new releases, bonus episodes, and exciting updates. Today, I got a really, really, really special guest in the spotlight. My guy, old Jossie. <laughs> What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm blessed to be here. Oh, man, I sure appreciate you coming through, man. Yes, sir. You already know. We had to do it. Yes. So today, we're going to go into a little bit about your background as a first-generation immigrant from Angola. Then we'll touch on your culinary journey with Shimuku Cuisines. And then we'll highlight the great work you do in the community with the North Stars Basketball Youth Program. Gotcha. So, yeah, brother, tell me about your your, your journey here, man. That's That's got to be crazy. Man, all right. My journey here is crazy. And what a lot of people don't understand, like, being a first-generation immigrant is the toughest thing I believe you can mm-hmm. ever do, right? And for my experience, and I'm saying this for my experience because— I lived it and my brothers lived it and I've seen other people live it since I started my North Star program. But for me, like when I first came to America, I was an angry kid. Mm. So we came from home where we had everything. Our name was respected. Everybody knew us. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like everyone was protected. Like mm. it was no, like no riffraff, no nothing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So we come here, living in a three bedroom house with five siblings, you know what I'm saying? Not that, not that time I had four siblings. My sister wasn't born yet, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, no space, and it's all boys, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we're in America. Yeah. How old were you? I was 10. 10? Oh, yeah, so you really know. Yeah, I was 10, you know what I'm saying? So my, when I first came to America, we lived in Jacksonville, Florida, because mm. our sponsors, so people don't understand, like, a lot of immigrants are sponsored to come here. We don't just buy our tickets and be like, I want to go move to Yeah, you just can't pick up and you just say, Yeah, you can't. Not back then, anyways. Mm -hmm. Now you probably can't. I don't know about now, but back then we could not. But we sponsors took us to Jacksonville, Florida. But then my mom's dad's sponsors took them to Portland, Oregon. Mm -hmm. So in my culture, the oldest child follows the parents, Mm -hmm. right? Because when they get old, it's their job to take care of the parents. Mm -hmm. So my mom, being the oldest of her siblings, is the reason why we ended up in America. So we was in Jasper, Florida for six months, and then um, my mom wanted to move to Portland to be around her parents, because that's the reason why we came to America. We thought it was going to be closer than that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But it was not. <laughs> Cross straight line. So after six months, we packed up. Let me retract a little bit. So Florida, I felt, was a better culture 
mm-hmm. for me because the community we lived in had Africans, had African other African immigrants. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not from Angola, but people that I can relate to. Relate to, yeah. Yeah, and the school bus would pick us up from our from our in front of our uh, community mm-hmm. and take us to school. You know what I'm saying? And bring us back home. So all we knew was us school and back home. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it was like that was easy to, that was an easier transition. Mm-hmm. And then my mom and dad decided they wanted to move with my mom for sure, because my dad followed my mom. See what I mean? Like, back home, take that woman over there. She want to do this? Okay, let's try it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got your bag to write it out to the word out off for sure. I love my dad for that. He's a strong man for sure. He's the reason why I am who I am too. But yeah, so we, my dad and my mom decided to pack up and move from Jasmine, Florida to here. And we got on a Greyhound bus. Mm. Oh, that's a long ride. A long ride. Yeah. I took a bus right. back from uh, Georgia when I lived out there. Yes, man. <laughs> Imagine being a 10-year-old kid, bro, confined this little-ass horse. You, guys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, bro, that was tough, bro. Yeah. With all the stops we had to make, people was, mm-hmm. like, where we come from, like, we have different mannerisms. You know what I'm saying? Different manners. You know what I mean? Like, I'm even not finna blow my nose right next to somebody. Yeah. You know? Like, bullshit <laughs> like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we, me and my my big brother was hot, bro. My big brother Tony, <laughs> on he was on the bus, hot, nigga. He ready to beat up the whole bus type shit. You know, like. So that was that experience. And then we come to Oregon, total, total, total culture shock. Mm, I bet total culture shock. And mind you, I just came from Angola to here. And boy, it really Zambia. I was really born in Zambia. Okay, but we're not recognized as Zambia. Our bloodline is in from Angola. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So my that's why I always play I'm from I'm from Angola. When I was born in Zambia, I know where my roots are at. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, so we come here, and it's like one black person <laughs> every other like every other 15 miles type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I just came from Florida, the whole community was black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's Africans, Somalians, all your shit. Where you at? But you black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. So the safe, uh, the security blanket was kind of there mm-hmm. in Florida, mm-hmm. and I come here, no security blanket for one, and the weather like two weeks into it, bro, literally, I remember this shit till I die. If I get amnesia, whatever that, whatever <laughs> that is, easy to call, when you lose your, you lose your brain, Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's, yeah. I, I'm still gonna remember this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, my first experience of snow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never heard of like, snow in Africa. Hell no. <laughs> we got it rain and hail at best, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, my first experience with snow is I'm looking outside. I'm like, Mom, it's raining white stuff. <laughs> like, you got kids out there playing and shit. Like, yeah. So, me and my brothers together upon ourselves to try to go out there and do what they do. We'll see what's going on out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know that, you know that saying said, it went in Rome, do what the Romans do? Yeah. I don't believe that bullshit. <laughs> man, you know. I, I took my black ass out there with some socks on my hands, bro. I touched the snow one time and took my black ass right back in the house. Like, no. <laughs> like that movie Friday with the dad and dad came out talking about, you want some of this Debo? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> So I went back in the house. Went back in the house. So that was my first experience with like weather and culture change. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that was big. Yeah, double whammy. Yeah, double whammy. Right. And then going to school was tough because mentally I'm intellectual. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I'm smart because we raised book smarts. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like our family was big on education. You know what I'm saying? So when I came to America, I already knew how to speak a little bit of English. It might have been broken, but 
Yeah. I understood I understood what they were saying to me, but I they didn't understand what I was saying to them mm-hmm. type of deal. You know what I'm yeah. saying? My accent was too strong. Too strong. Right. You know what I'm saying? But my math was there, so I focused on my math because that's what I was strong at. So I tried to get away from speaking as much. You know what I'm saying? Because every time I was speaking in class, kids would laugh. Mm-hmm. In my culture, I back home, went to school, it's us against the teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm not laughing at you because you have a speech impediment. Yeah. I'm not laughing at you because you can't do one plus one. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm going to help you out and figure it out because we got to build each other up. You know what I'm saying? That's just how my culture is. Yeah. But then here, it's like, I'm going to school, I'm fighting the teacher, I'm fighting the kids. You know what I'm saying? Mentally and emotionally. You know what I'm saying? So now we go to recess. I don't know what the hell African Buddhist scratch it meant. <laughs> but I, it was an insult. So I just got the rap kicking niggas. You know? <laughs> like, sorry, it's the same because I'm not a crit. I'm not a edit. I edit that part out. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm I'm getting I'm getting in fights just off just off anger. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't know what my anger was until I got older. Mm. My anger was because I wanted to go back home. He wants to get. I wanted to go back home. So I figured if I got in trouble enough. You can go back. My mom and dad said, you know what? Go yeah. back home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thank mm-hmm. you, Jesus. Let's go. You know what I mean? <laughs> Praise the Lord, right? But now, unfortunately, that didn't work out. I'm still here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 20 or 22 years later, I'm still here rocking. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was my experience with coming to America yeah. and being a first Im- first generation immigrant. Like, a lot of people don't understand the demons you have to fight, right? Mm-hmm. I have to balance both worlds. You know what I mean? So when I go home, I have to please my culture. And, you know what I'm saying, and 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 live up to my parents' expectations of me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And when I go outside that outside the house, I have to keep that culture, my parents' expectation expectations of me, mm-hmm. as well as try to blend in to this new culture that I'm living in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that's when you get to meeting the wrong friends. You know what I'm saying, the wrong people. Yeah, and that's when the, that's when the hiccups in life show up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. So as I got older, I was able to analyze my life. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to where I'm at today. Yeah. So that's that's my little intro of me being first generation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Man, that's crazy, man. Yeah. I always imagine what what's it like in Africa. They always people say you should go at least once. For sure. Um, so one day hopefully maybe I go check it out. Man, whenever you're ready, let me know, man. Yeah. For we got a house, we got we got property back home. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We got a place for you to stay. Yeah. And I mean, you can follow my you can follow my siblings that the rest of them go he goes back every 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 other summer. Do we? Okay, do it. So we're planning for the kids to go back for the first my kids to go back for the first, first time summer. Yeah. Coming summer. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately I'm not able to travel back and forth because I'm not a citizen of the US. Mm. I'm a uh we call it a permanent resident. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Nice, yeah. So what we gonna do? We gonna take a break here, okay? And we come back. We gonna get into the culinary. Got you. Discover GMP Podcast Group Studios, located at twenty four zero six East Burnside Street in Portland, Oregon, offering a range of podcasting packages to suit your needs. Starting at just $49 per hour for your basic setup, featuring a Rodecaster Pro audio console and SM7B microphones, as well as options complete with camera operator and audio engineer expertise. Elevate your podcasting with multi-camera recording, plus we capture behind-the-scenes shots within the studio. Visit us at www.gmppodcastgroup.com and let GMP Podcast Studios be where your podcasting journey begins. Words. So I'ma come well like welcome back words for sure. 
Man. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Spotlight Show. I'm yeah, your horse, your host, Thorn City Podcast guy. Got my guy, old Jossie, in the building. Oh, he. That was a, that was a song, a little snippet from the Welcome Back song by Third Twin, artist I manage. We got an unreleased project. Um, I put out an e. We put out an EP. I got the full length coming along with a documentary. So here in the near future. Um, but yeah, man, that's how I got into this and what made me start the Spotlight Show. Um, helping helping my guy out, man, get his life back on track. You know, he was he was out there, man, on them the pills and alcohol pretty bad, and so I used his music. Um, to give him something else to do. Um, uh, my, I have my personal reasons. I wanted some music from him. Um, I've been hearing all the local stuff. I'm like, man, I need some, some third twin music. You know, I'm biased. He's better than everybody. Um, I can back that. <laughs> He's talented for sure. And then, so, yeah, man, I decided to pay for it on my own album. Tonight. We started recording some songs. We traveled, did some shows. I needed music video. That's how I met my business partner, Justin. No, that's not he do the video production. So he wrote a script for the Honesty video, and we hired a crew, man. We shot the video, got it in some film festivals, won a few awards, traveled traveled to some traveled to some film festivals. And um, then the COVID hit, the music stopped, and he hit me up about getting into the podcasting for his buddy Tim James, the health hero guy. He sells the he sells his health coaching services and his supplements. And um Shout out to Tim James, man. He's over there killing it. Uh, What's up? Yep. Got to connect with him. And so after uh, helping everybody out, we've been here for a little over three years. I said, man, I've been ducking and hiding, but I said, I probably need to start a show, man. Yeah. Now I wish I would have did it sooner, but everything happened. Yeah. For a reason. Time is everything. Yeah. Yes. Happened to reason. So now we're here. It's about the power of networking and forming strategic alliances and, and spotlighting, you know, people businesses brands entrepreneurs who's out here doing something who've got a story to tell right so that's dope that's how we at. i just want to commend you and give you props bro for being a real friend you know what i mean because mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of like when somebody falls off they kind of let them go mm-hmm. you know what i mean like a true friend is not gonna watch you mm-hmm. drop you know what mm-hmm. i mean like yeah. i'm gonna keep catching you keep catching you keep catching you catch yourself keep you catch yourself mm-hmm. get back on our feet yeah so so yeah, I already props to you, brother. Yeah, right on, man. Yeah, I couldn't let my guard go out like that. Yeah, facts. But man, um, let's see. Actually, let's switch it up a bit. Um, about thirteen years ago, you started North Stars basketball correct program. That's when we met. Um, that's when we met. Do you remember how we first met at the bar yeah. with the, the, the white lady? <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to buy me and Jesse. Y'all see a drink. She didn't wasn't even want to. She didn't want to tell us her name. Bad like no, uh, you don't need to know my name. I just want to buy you a drink. <laughs> that was about, that was my first and last experience. That all happened off. Then. We want to get you the two ladies. Yeah. FYI, you'll buy me a drink too. So yeah, tell me about the the basketball program, the importance of academics, and um, how you personally connect with the kids to guide them not in just sports but in life. Man, like. I get jitters talking about this, right? Mm-hmm. And I I give all credit to Monique Sorrell, my best friend slash sister. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like she's a dope ass woman. If you don't know her, you need to know her. Right. Yeah, I gotta get that. Been telling mom, I'm gonna get her on here. You gotta, you gotta get on her. Yeah. So Monique Sorrell, me and her, me and her met in high school. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And at the time, her boyfriend was JC, dope dude. You know what I'm saying? When I went to college, 
that was, he went to Arizona, she stayed here, mm. but we always kept in touch. I went to college in California, you know what I mean? Mm. When I came back, Monique was like, what are you gonna do? I said, I don't know, I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> I just got out of college, I'm, yeah. I'm still young, vibrant, you know what I'm saying, they're live and, they're live and in charge. So she's like, well, I need you to come talk to this kid at Oakley Green. Mm. He's a first generation immigrant, you know what I'm saying, like you were, like he gets in trouble a lot, but he's a good mm-hmm. kid, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like what I was, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm a good kid, I'm a good person, but around the wrong people, mm-hmm. I could be a bad person. That mm-hmm. makes sense. So he's in class doing rowdy stuff because nobody understands him, nobody feels what he feels. But me knowing what I went through at that age, he was in third grade, you know what I'm saying? His name is Darwin Farid to this day. He's still involved, he's still involved with my life to this day, you know what I mean? He's 22 now, you know what I mean? So. She called me into his office to enter her office to talk to him. We're sitting down, and he had his arms crossed. And in my country, when somebody's talking to you and you got your arms crossed, that means you're not paying attention to them. You know, disrespectful, like, disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean? I'm an adult, you're a child. Yeah. You know, saying like, hey, you know, what I'm saying? be free. You know, what yeah. I mean, like, open up. What's mm-hmm. going on? So he was like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm like, something's not right. So I'm like, you want to go for a walk, bro? Mm-hmm. He said, Yeah, let's go. I'm not okay. We'll go for a walk. I stand up, he's like, hey, man, you tall. You play basketball? I see, I just got done playing college basketball, honey. He's like, okay, so now I just knew from that from that statement, I knew I had something for him, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So me and him made a deal, you know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, if you do a good, every Friday, you give Miss Monique a note, and she'll call me, let me know you did a good, and I'll pick you up on Saturday and train you to get you right, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then from there, you know what I'm saying? Six months later, me and uh, my boy, uh, Coach Law, you know what I'm saying? He was in cahoots of what kind of lifestyle he wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to change his life as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't trying to change my life. I was trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. Yeah. But he wanted to change his life, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And do something different. And, you know, because he got to go hard. But he's, you know what I mean? Like I said, being around the wrong people, getting yeah. it the wrong way. So, man, kind of decided, well, let's put our energy in these kids. You know what I'm saying? So we went from his nephew and my, my boy Darwin. Mm-hmm. Then two weeks later, already Darwin. Dar- we go to Central. Nope, that's the Ray. Oh, okay. Yeah, Darwin went to Jeff. Okay. Yeah, that would end up end up then playing high school basketball. Okay. They ended up just, you know what I mean, he's still he's still fresh, he's still cold. Yeah. But you know, when you go to a different school, you know, what I'm saying? yeah, you get swallowed, you get swallowed. You know, what oh, I mean? yeah. It's like yeah, I mean, so but that was his neighborhood school. Yeah. Right. So, so after two after just two kids, three weeks later we got six kids. Mm-hmm. A month later we got eight kids. Now we got twelve kids. You know, mm-hmm. that's when DeRay, Ray Shans, and all them kids came mm-hmm. around. They all from the north. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm me being a north side kid. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that north, the north is frowned upon and spit on in the city. You know what I'm saying? For lack of better words, like yeah. nobody respects the north. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to build something and start something in the north to give it a different light. So the word North Stars visually, one of the kids picked it up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So one of the kids, Kadeem Nelson, named it North Stars Basketball. North Stars, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But he didn't know that 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 he got a double 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 standard. He's th- he's thinking, well, we're from the North, we want to be stars. Yeah. Right? <laughs> What's wrong with that? Man? Yeah. But then the North Star is the brightest star up there. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So now you create a universe yeah. of stardom. You know what I mean? So and here we are, thirteen years later. All the kids that've been in my program, they still come back and talk mm-hmm. to my kids. Like my big, my my biggest prospect right now is Rayshon Seamster. He's mm-hmm. in he's in Arizona at a JUCO in Arizona, killing mm-hmm. it. He got freshman and player of the year last year. Right. My second biggest prospect is uh, Graham 
Eikenberry. Mm-hmm. He's in he's at a he's at a uh, at prep school in New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying for his last year of high school ball, yeah. and they you just signed to a Citadel University. Mm-hmm. You're saying which is a D one. Not might not be a powerhouse, but it's still a good a good thing. Man, yeah, and for me, school paid for. That's it. Here, you know what I'm saying? That's why I started this for. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. my school wasn't paid for. You know, yeah. and, you know, I had to grind in for myself to pay for my school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when I started at North Stars, the whole thing behind North Stars, like that, my motto is home for. I mean, school first, mm-hmm. home second, then basketball. Mm-hmm. If you're doing good at school and you're doing good at home, I don't. I can take care of you on the basketball court. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you yep. if you're missing up one of those, you have to deal with me before mm-hmm. you touch that ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I still got that same pedigree to this day. Yeah. Some parents buy into it, some parents don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some parents buy into it, some parents don't. And for me, it's like, I've never been one to make somebody do something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or force anybody to do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I started this, I didn't have no kids. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel that burden of losing a kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you want to take your child to South Beach, by all means, yeah. touch South Beach. <laughs> we stand right here in the North. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we're going we to grind it out and figure it out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So we done. I had when I had the random that the first wave of North Stars, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying once it became ranked in the state, yeah. you know, what I'm saying all oh, now all the franchise teams want to come, yeah, hey, give me get, come over here and coach these kids over here, yeah. Why, <laughs> what I why would I leave what I built? What I built, you know, what I'm saying to come yeah. build your brand, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying these are the kids that I built up, yeah, you know, what I'm saying like mm-hmm. if anything, won't you sponsor my brand, yeah, <laughs> so I could be on that same platform, yeah. Even. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's why I mm-hmm. always tell my kids, I'm not to be bought. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can throw me a million dollars. I'm yeah. not leaving where I'm at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My, my thing's like, I got 45 kids in my program. Mm-hmm. And you want me to take five to your program yeah. to make your program shine. What's what's up with my other 40 kids? Yeah. Because <laughs> all y'all care about is winning the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't worried about this kid's life. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And guess what? When these kids move on, yeah, I could, they could come. Yeah, I had y'all call them right now. They was like, they was mad that I did that. And I yeah. let them go. Mm-hmm. I said about that. I told the kids, I said, yo, you guys are kids. Yeah. You didn't make that choice. Yeah. Your parents made that choice. Mm-hmm. What are you mad about? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, your parents made that choice for you to go. They seen something different that mm-hmm. might work out. Yeah. And it didn't. So, yeah. but we can't go back and change it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? You still, I'm you still in North Star Heart, buddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They still call me all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We still rock to this day. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, for me, it's like, <clears throat> excuse me. When I rock with a kid, Lack of parent respect, lack of whatever parent got to deal with. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna sanction the kid or hold the kid back because the parent is a delinquent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I got mm-hmm. parents. I when I first started, this, I had parents coming to the gym lit, mm-hmm. wanted to fight me. Yeah, I'm not playing with a kid. Yeah, you forgot that your son got in trouble at school yesterday. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You forgot that yeah. you, that your son, you brought your son to practice and told me that he's messing up at home yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. I don't care about that ball bouncing, yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. I don't care about that. How many shots you can put up? How many mm-hmm. bucks you can get? Yeah, I care about his character. Mm-hmm. I care about building him up to become a, a confident young man in society, mm-hmm. especially for us black and brown people. We frown yeah. upon. You know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. I tell Michael all the time, when you leave that house, you a threat. Yeah. Yeah. You are a threat. Mm-hmm. Don't be, don't be tall. Don't be big. Mm-hmm. You don't have any, don't have any kind of uh, muscle to you. You are a threat. Mm-hmm. They see you as a threat. They don't see you as somebody that's highlighted, somebody that's going to be helping them out. They yeah. scared of you, homie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, why do you think they crossing the street when you walking on the same block? You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. they scared of you, bro. Yeah. They ain't trying to help you yeah. with nothing. Rough. So that's my thing with North Stars. Like I always like, I tell kids like all the time, like it's not about the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's not about nothing. It's just about you becoming a good person. You yeah. Know what I'm like I got, like I said, I only got what five. I got Aiden Slater playing Juco, Dre playing Juco, mm-hmm. uh, Ray Sean playing Juco, you know what I'm saying? And uh, Graham, 
Yeah, it was out of prep school. Then you, you had Kadeem too, right? Kadeem, yeah, Kadeem, Kadeem over at Monoma. Kadeem over at Monoma. You know what I'm saying? Kadeem got nice. Boy. He got nice. Yeah, so he's your McCullum, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? For real, bro. So for me, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not about the ball, uh-huh. but I got hella other kids that have been in my program that's not doing basketball. Mm-hmm. Like Ronald Harris, my best. Yeah. That's, that's my biggest prodigy. Mm-hmm. He's like, Ronald was a kid that everybody wrote off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They used yeah. to always tell me, why are you dealing with him? Why are you yeah. dealing with him, man? His whole family's messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going he to drag yeah. you down. Like, man, that's a kid, bro. He needs some help. That's why. Actually, you know what I'm saying? I said, kid, don't give up on him. Right. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I didn't know the, I didn't know his troubles. If you're, I don't find out his troubles, how you going to know how to help him? Mm-hmm. Y'all don't know that he's waking up by himself, trying to go to school by himself every morning. Mm. Y'all know he coming home to no food. Y'all don't mm-hmm. know none of that. All y'all yeah. know is that Ronald is a bad kid. No, he's not yeah. a bad kid. He's just misunderstood. Yeah. He ain't got nobody to push him to do right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I took him out of my wing. I remember this story. My, Ronald's mom, rest in peace. Ronald, I had Ronald stay down at my house. Cause he had a test the next morning, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I said, Ron, to come to my house and study, and you'll spend that with me, and I'll wake you up in the morning and go to school. Because mm-hmm. he he, he's trying to do good, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mom's come over like at 1.30 in the morning. This one when I first had grandpa. Mm-hmm. Then when I lived in the north with, with my boy Bo, you know what I'm saying? She comes over at 1.30 in the morning, banging on my door. Bang, 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 bang. I'm like, I don't mess with no crazy chick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, y'all know it ain't that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mess with no cray crazy. If you cray crazy, I'm going to leave you alone ASAP. You know what I'm saying? So I know it ain't that. So I'm looking out the window. I know you're in there. Open the door. Get my son back. Get my son back. I'm going to call the police. So I calmly walked downstairs. I said, sis, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to help your son. Yeah. And you coming and banging on my door at 1 in the morning, yeah. and you want to call the cops, mm-hmm. you're going to be the one getting in trouble, not me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm at my home. Your son's upstairs knocked out, mm-hmm. and you want me to wake him up in the middle of the night. Yeah. I was going to wake up and be functional at school tomorrow. Yeah. Right? So from then on, she gave me all respect. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? She's mm-hmm. like, okay. We hugged it out. She went home. That son went to school the next day. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And Ronald, Ronald right now has a son, got two jobs, mm. you know, got his own apartment. Mm. You know right. what I'm saying? He's successful in his own right. Yeah. You know I what I'm saying? I see Ronald every now and then. He always say, what's up to me, man? Yeah, he's a good dude, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he cares a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, he's one of the, he's probably the most consistent one that calls me consistently to mm-hmm. check up on me. Mm-hmm. Him and DeRay called me, like, frequently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you do good to people, people are gonna do good to you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I never did it for them to like me forever. Mm-hmm. I did it to make sure that they do it good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. as long as I as long as I could change one person's life mm-hmm. out of fifteen, mm-hmm. I did my job. I can't save everybody. Yeah. And everybody don't wanna be saved. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So Yeah. Man, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's what it's about, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I like I like uh referee in basketball too, because I get to see the kids grow up fast. Um, um so it's always tight to see the kids. Like like grade to grow the up from Ruta to the two, yeah, yeah. You know, from fourth grade, um, like the the Jackson Seastead kid at Oregon, he hit nice. the game winner the other day. The other day, that was hard, that was man. Big, I remember when I first seen him. He was in like fourth grade. I'm like, hey, this kid's good. It'll be something, yeah, yeah. You can uh, just tell, something. Uh, yeah, you can yeah. just tell, yeah. Right. So it's always tight to see the kids go from that. Even the Peyton to see him go from being on the playing in the sixth grade on the eighth grade team, the best player. <laughs> now you're in the NBA, right? And, you know, some kids overseas, and um, they're grown now, but every time they see me, they always say, what's up to me? Yeah. So, yeah. They're and that's what I'll be starting to tell these people, too, man. Like, everybody want to chase a limelight. Man, stick to the script, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're passionate about it and you putting your grind in it, mm-hmm. your break is going to come. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But you keep bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing around, nobody going to notice you. Yeah. Yeah. Now you become a pinball. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody know when you go play a pinball machine, nobody you don't know where that ball's going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want to go play pool, bro. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's analogy for life, fellas. Man. <laughs> man, that's good stuff, brother man. Yep. 
Uh, so yeah, man, like I said, man, I appreciate you coming through. Um, it's it. always good to get, get people in here, you know, that I've seen go through their journey. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. You know, we used to, we had some wild times. <laughs> Understatement. <laughs> Understatement. I like to say we lived. Yeah. We definitely like, lived. You know, facts. To see our see ourselves grow up back and actually yeah. do some stuff. So man, yeah, yeah I honor you. Back. I'm proud of you, bro. Oh man, thanks. We're gonna take one more break here from the Thor City Syndicate Management team. When we come back, we'll talk about the great community work you're doing through the Chamuka Cuisines. Your, your culinary journey. Gotcha. Introducing Thorn City Syndicate Management, your solution for brand management, social media promotions, digital content distribution, and podcast production. From shaping engaging content that resonates with your audience to amplifying your brand's reach through podcasting, we're your partners in driving success. We offer free strategy sessions and leverage our recording studio and personalized strategies to establish an online presence. Your brand's journey to the top starts with Thorn City Syndicate Management, where innovation meets results. Contact us now at www.thorncitysyndicate.com to embark on the future path of transforming your brand's future. Cause this syndicate lyricist exists. Don't break one eye, baby, you just might miss. History getting to make it from the making of this. Third, I guess it's welcome back to these words. So I'ma come well like welcome back words for sure. Yes, sir. Back to the Thorin City Syndicate Spotlight Show. So yeah, man, you gotta you oh I remember you coming to the house. You always you was always good in the kitchen. I done had your food even before you got into right. the cuisines. But tell me about the culinary journey with the Chimica cuisines and what does cooking mean to you? Man, for me, cooking is just bringing everybody together. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, kind of like how you said at the house, you know what I mean? Like, for us, for me to sit there with y'all kicking at your house and cooking food instead of us going to buy food mm-hmm. and coming home to eat the food, we kicking it and cooking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and I really got to into cooking when I went to college. Mm-hmm. Right? Because um, if you ever went to college, you're going to be broke. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked at McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? My first official job job. I, when I was in college at McDonald's, you know what I'm saying, in Santa Rosa. So me and my boy C Money, Craig Green, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One day I went, to, went out there for football, and um, we both worked at McDonald's, but we can't afford to eat out. Mm-hmm. So the food that they want to throw away, like the hamburger meat, the chicken, all that shit, I bag that shit up, take it home. Take it home, I heard you know that. <laughs> I started making chicken spaghetti, you know what I'm saying, regular spaghetti, whatever it takes. I'm gonna go, all I need to go to the grocery store and buy some vegetables and shit to go with it, you know what I mean? So, yep. and my grandma always, my, I really fell in passion because my grandma always told me as a young kid, as a young man, you know, like, not only is it healthier for you to cook your own food, but it's better for you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because at least you know what you're putting into your body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. all that fast food stuff, you don't know how long that shit be sitting there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all frozen processed shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? How is it that you gonna make me a fresh burger in two <laughs> minutes? <laughs> I know it don't take it take longer than two minutes to make a burger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> then when you drop, I got a whole burger. I got all fries in two minutes. Mm-hmm. Man, it's right. It's up. And even working at McDonald's, that shit we turned me off to eat now stuff because I I got to learn the ins and outs of the the industry of the product, the product, the industry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So me doing that, and then me coming back from college and just cooking every day, it really really inspired me to start my own cooking business when I the pandemic hit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Pandemic hit, and that restaurants shut down, mm-hmm. so people can't even go out to eat no more. 
So my homies, the people that I know I could cook, like, what's up, what you making today, bro? Yeah. Something coming through. <laughs> so I had a little house party, you know what I'm saying? You know, I don't believe in germs. I'm a health nut, you know what I'm saying? I stay healthy, stay gingered up, stay turmeric up, you know what I'm saying? So my immune system is good. Yeah. So I never got no flu shots, never got no COVID shots, none of that, you know what I'm saying? Keep that shit to where y'all at. You know what I'm saying? I don't that shit. So had a little event at the crib, you know what I'm saying? And like four like four or five of my people was like, bro, you know, you can start selling the plates, bro. This is fire, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got pay for this. Oh, yeah. What's your pay right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you really you wait for <laughs> <laughs> So, and I was teaching from home. I was teaching at Gus High School at the time, too. So I was teaching from home. Everything was like home, home, home. Hmm. So I was like, man, I'm going to listen to my friends, bro. You know what I'm saying? And see, see what they see, what they see, if it's really going to work. Hmm. So I just, Went from online promotions. I never, I never got no backing finance from nobody. You know, what I'm saying I, was, I buy food. I cook what I want to cook. I, I cook what I want to eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And sell yeah. it to the public. There you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how I started. Honestly, bro. Like yeah. I just wake up and then what do I want to eat today? Yeah. I'm gonna put this. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Throw it on the line. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. text people. Text my people that know that they want some of this. Okay, boom. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's at. So now I'm two and a half years into it. And I had a little small storefront uh, out there on 104th and Holgate. Yeah, I remember when I first driving by and seeing that sign. Yeah. I, I didn't even know you was there. And I was like, yeah. Jossie? Yeah. Oh, shit. So I was oh, blessed. So I, yes, <laughs> so, and a lot of people was hating on me, right? Mm-hmm. Because like, how the hell you already got a kitchen? You yeah. I said, <laughs> when you know the right people, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's not about who you, it's not about what you know, it's who you know. You yeah. know what I mean? It's the power of network. The power of network, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The fact that I never burned no bridges, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's easy. It was easy for me to get in this culinary game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and big props to my boy Marquise, you know what I'm saying, or oh, Gourmet Bros, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. when he found out I was trying to do this for reals, he yeah. took me under his wing. All tight. And I, even to this day, he still give me advice, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, everybody else is kind of like shitting on me. Mm-hmm. Like, man, you don't know what you're doing, da 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 yeah. you know what I'm saying? But he always looked up to me, and, and for, I went from cooking from the house to being getting that storefront, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I got a contract with the state to where I would cook for the 55 and older residents that lived in that apartment, mm-hmm. right? And then also, be able to sell plates to supplement my income, you know, mm-hmm. so I could cover the cost because they had they they could only afford so much. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So all they plates had to be less than ten dollars. Mm-hmm. So I made okay, boom, seven of my big, seven of my best numbers. So I said, well, seven dollar plates yeah. for the residents, mm-hmm. and then fifteen twenty for the pub, for the yeah. public, depending on what it yeah. is. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm like I said, I'm not doing it for the money. I, nothing I do is for the money, mm-hmm. and that's what my downfall is. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not looking at it for the money. I'm looking at it just to please people yeah. and help people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? With the North Star stuff as well. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Everything I do is to help and please people. You know what I'm saying? Like That's always been in our culture because when you're a king, you have to make sure your community is good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have to make sure everybody around me is good. Yeah. You know what I'm I could be doing bad, mm-hmm. but it's not for you to know that I'm doing bad. Yeah. What do you need from me? How can I help you out? You know what I'm saying? And that's and But being in America is tough. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because nobody sees that as value. Yeah, especially you know our community. Our community. You know. They want to use worse you, use you, use you, you know what I'm saying? But then you want to go to play for a team in Beaverton and pay um, $10. Yeah. But if you can't pay my little fee yeah. over here. You ain't ask them for a little discount. Right. You ask one of you can't go to McDonald's, <laughs> like, let me get a hookup. And I'll pay you tomorrow for this plate, bro. Man. You know what I'm saying? But I'm doing that for people. Man. Yeah. So, so it's like, you know, like, that's the that's the toughest balance for me is really, like, building a community up and also not let the community overuse me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And one thing about me, when you... I believe, I truly, solely believe when you're passionate about something, mm-hmm. it's not about the dollar value. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's about the smiles I get from the people that I helped. You know, mm-hmm. From people give me the comment, hey, man, that was a good-ass play, man. I was fire, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> boom, that's payment in itself right there. That's, yeah. I, I'm rich. I'm rich by that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
I might be broken in practice by Rich Hall. So that's that's my culinary journey. And I'm and I'm right now I'm transitioning. I left that place because unfortunately, like you said, that community, some people don't want to see you win. Mm-hmm. So I kept on getting break ins and break ins and break ins mm-hmm. and merchandise getting stolen. And then that this the whole building, my whole kitchen flooded, you know what I'm saying? Oh, and that was that was a natural cause, you know what I'm saying? I was nobody did that to nobody walked in there and cut no pipes. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just old building that never got renovated because they don't care about the older people no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I really took that on because hmm. where I come from, it's our job to see our elderly go out happy. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they're not putting in so much work for us over the years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So why not please them and give them the opportunity to, you know what I'm saying, still feel vibrant and shiny. Yeah. Like me walking in that building, having all these old moms and pops coming to me, hey, how you doing? What are you making today? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're sharing the little stories with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? About where they lived at, and I'm just sitting there listening to them, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like they needed that, you know what I'm saying? And I wanted to be there for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But unfortunately, things things didn't transpire that way. So now I'm, I'm now I'm back from doing it at home. I'm doing my relaunch actually this weekend coming up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm revamping that menu. Mm-hmm. Keep it keep it more simple for the regular for the regular base menu. Yeah, and then we'll have a catering menu mm-hmm. that people can if you want a catering can these are catering options. Yeah, but what's on the menu? On the menu it's going to be oxtails, uh, beef ribs, lamb, a rack of lamb. You know what I'm saying? On the meat options and chicken. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm trying to stay away from pork because a lot of people don't eat pork. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I want to make some pork ribs just for the people that do eat pork ribs. Yeah. But normally for me, it's like we we eat good meat. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And then on the vegetable side, it's gonna be uh, collard greens. And the way my, I make my collard greens, we don't boil our collard greens, we saute them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the healthy, the healthy is in the stock. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? A little, uh, the other stock, yeah. So when you when you break them up and boil them out, all the nutrients is gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you wanna keep it keep it simple with the greens. And uh, cabbage is cabbage gonna be there. Always rice. You know what I'm saying? Rice is a good staple for starch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna keep it simple with that. And that's gonna be the menu going forward, so that would be what know. You know, what I'm saying like every weekend you getting you getting chicken cuisines. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I get I got I got a good lamb stew, mm-hmm. and my goat stew is fire. You know what I'm saying? So my two staples. You know what I mean? So to keep myself separate myself from everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that fufu is gonna be there for sure. Cause you know with the stews you need the fufu. Mm-hmm. That's not the start. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's like, yeah, I'm I'm excited to get back into it because, like, and right now, like, really, I'm homeschooling my son from home. That's mm-hmm. why I kind of step back a little bit mm-hmm. and how to get his schedule figured out to match my schedule. Mm-hmm. So that I got him scheduled out and him figured out the schedule, I'm able to get back into it. Mm-hmm. And then so what I did with my scheduling to balance both worlds, basketball and coaching, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, I, I do basketball. One weekend, mm-hmm. next week is my my kitchen, so that way everybody knows. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What the date's gonna be? Yeah. Again, took a order ahead or just support it ahead, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. But then that helps me out to to balance both worlds because I don't want to leave one behind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I want to mm-hmm. be able to carry carry both worlds. But I'm hoping that in the next three four years, my college kids come back and take North Stars over, so I get to mm-hmm. be a parent and we go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So I've been trying to put a bug in my players' ears like the raid dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause they still come to the gym and yeah. train the kid, help to train the kids mm-hmm. and stuff. So I'm like, okay, the more y'all come around, the more yeah. step back. You know what I'm saying? Cause this is, this is really y'all, this is really y'all baby, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I y'all thought it started like, this. Y'all started this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I just kept it going for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now that my son, when I, after I had a son, I was like, well, see, it's my game. I'm going to keep it going. Yeah. Cause my son loves hoop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's not the best player. 
know what I'm saying? But guess what? He got the best heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we stay, we stay in the lab, we stay, we stay humble. You know what I mean? And eventually, gonna eventually his, his mindset is going to catch up to athleticism. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, people are going to know us. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. And I feel like that's another thing, too. That's the fact that I'm a first generation. I feel like I'm kind of frowning. I'm, I'm shitted on because of that. I don't have no history here. You know what I'm saying? There, there's no, my dad didn't play basketball here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My grandma didn't cook here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, who's this guy coming through here trying to coach our kids? You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't know shit about basketball. But people don't know, I started playing basketball in eighth grade. Brandon Brooks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why I started playing basketball. He came to, he came to Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The first time me and Brandon Books met, we was going to square. We squared up. You know, I did the shoulder shrugs. You know what I'm saying? That's like five minutes. But my coach, y'all know, nigga, if you don't strike first, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just doing this for fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm not back, and I say, but yeah, either of time, we was playing this lunchtime outside, and when they did it, a player, I'm a young soccer person. I want to try to juggle my ball, and that shit was working my footwork. You know what I'm saying? Man, when that player make a move here, right? He's like, man, I don't know how to play basketball. It's like, you know what I'm saying? So I go out here and say, just, get, just rebound and give me the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, good. And from there, Coach Gary Smith, you know what I'm saying, at the rec, I started getting mm-hmm. fresh inside going to that message going to Coach Gary to get better. Because mm-hmm. one thing about me, when I just try to do something, yeah. I'm not going to be the weakest nigga out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to, you're not going to, I'm not going to be the weakest nigga out here. That's where he shout. So I was like, okay. So from then, I was like, and then I, in my eighth grade year, I graduated high school five six, came back freshman year six two. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So got, so Brandon kind of knew that I might be taller. So yeah. I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know how he figured out. I don't know how he knew that. But yeah, so I went to from playing soccer, mm. being an elite club soccer player. You know, mm-hmm. I played soccer like AU soccer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Indoor, outdoor, all, all year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it's missing the whole summer of working out and yeah. training because of these shin splints, mm-hmm. growing pains, you know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't barely walk type stuff, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't mm-hmm. get a run type of stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when I went to play soccer my freshman year at Roosevelt, my brother was a goalie mm-hmm. and I'm a midfielder and we saw the two of us that know what the hell we doing. Mm-hmm. So how am I going to be able to stop nine other things in front of me with that one ball coming at me, bro? And I got my brother as a goalie, bro. So we can't score. And I know they can't score on me because my brother's a great goalie. He was an all-state goalie, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I fell out of love with that sport. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. stopped kicking it, stopped bouncing it. <laughs> and like, look, you know, I took pride in that because I went to college, you know what I'm saying? Like, all because of, I wanted to do it. Yeah. My dad yeah. never pushed me to play sports. Mm. I took myself to the forest. I took, yeah. listen, that's what I tell the kids all the time. You got to find your passion. If you got passionate about something, it's going to show up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for me, like being a first generation immigrant, that's what I tell myself all the time. Like you, the you, the first, you gonna be the first Chimuku to be knowing out here, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you keep, yeah. if you keep at it, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I don't have that. I don't have that history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's tight, man. So, well, I wish you continued growth and success with the basketball program and the Chimuku cuisines, man. Appreciate it, my brother. Appreciate, Appreciate you coming through, sharing your story. Yes, sir. Any final words of gratitude or encouragement for the listeners as they embark on their own journey? Yes. Believe in yourself and keep pushing for yourself and keep promoting yourself. You know what I'm saying? And man, most importantly, treat others the way you want to be treated. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Be genuine. Care for others. You know what I mean? Because I, I feel like a lot of people, I won't say a lot, but majority of society doesn't see genuine people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They kind of use us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And abuse us. And mm-hmm. you can get, it gets overwhelming at times, but just believe in yourself. You know what I'm saying? And stick to the grind. Yes, sir. Best words, have faith and keep it up. Yes, sir. Man, yep. There you have it, folks. I encourage the listeners to explore their passions, embrace innovation, and, and pursue entrepreneurship in your own unique way. 
Thanks for joining us. Thanks as we explore the power of networking and find inspiration by following me at Thor City Podcast Guy. Join the conversation today. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes of the Thor City Syndicate Spotlight Show as we continue to highlight individuals, businesses, brands, and podcasters. Don't forget to subscribe to the Thorn City Podcast Guy YouTube channel. Follow up at Thorn City Syndicate, the management team, and at GMP Podcast Group to production company as well. Be sure you drop by www.thorncitysyndicate.com. Schedule your free strategy session. I'm in the process of uh, revamping my website and uh, putting, getting some new stuff. I got some new, new, new ideas I want to incorporate. So I'll be reaching out and, and trying to put some things together with some people. But I'm the Thorn City Cop, Thorn City Podcast guy, mate. Highlight your boy. Peace out. Appreciate you too, my nerd. Appreciate it. Shit. Yeah, I was tight. That was tight. I appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of the Thorn City Syndicate Spotlight Show, where we network and build connections, interviews, and discussions. Until next time, I like your boy, Thorn City Podcast Guy. I'm out. You remind me of a man.